0: Hello, welcome to Tantra's Mantra, podcast that goes behind and beyond the headlines of technology news. I'm Prakash Sangam, your host and founder of Tantra Analyst. Today, I'm going to look at the interesting relationship between the volume of patents any company owns and whether that makes that company a leader in that technology or not. I will also bust some myths along the way. Uh, This question has been around for a long time. I have spoken and written quite a lot about it. Uh, you will find links to some of those articles in the show notes. So please make sure to check them out. And also a uh, quick note that almost all of my views here are uh, relevant to wireless and mobile industry. They might as well apply to other industries, but I'm not so sure about it. But for sure, they apply to the wireless and mobile industry. Okay, so the reason uh, I had to do this podcast was of a report uh, published a couple of days ago. It was prepared by two patent research companies, Amplified and GRABY, what they called as a preliminary report. In this report, they looked at many companies that hold 5G patents and came up with ranking of those companies. The ranking was simply based on how many SEPs each of these companies owned. SEP stands for Standard Essential Patents. Again, it's standard essential patents. Uh, as the name suggests, these are the patents needed for anybody to build a device complying with those standards. For example, if you're building a 5G device, you need to get licenses for these SCPs from their holders. In their ranking, Huawei was on top, followed by Samsung, LG, Nokia, Qualcomm, and Ericsson. Again, this ranking was simply based on the standard essential patents each company was holding, which is called in the trade as patent counting. And this report showing that Huawei is on the top was like red meat to media, which is already obsessed with all the things surrounding China and Huawei and all the controversies around them. And obviously covered the report extensively. There are a number of articles written on this, including Forbes and other publications And often they had very catchy and um, interesting headlines, uh, the way I would put them. So uh, for untrained eyes, this ranking might look like Huawei owns lots of 5G technology and is leading the 5G race. But unfortunately, as with many such things, devils are in the details and there is much more to what meets the eye. Let's dissect that report and look a little bit more closely into it. Specifically, there are two aspects that I will discuss which are important in analyzing and understanding this report. The first one, how flawed this patent counting method is in determining technology leadership without understanding the quality or the value of these patents. Patents, by definition, are innovations with some utility. Otherwise, you won't get a patent. However, all patents are not created equal, as, you know, one can imagine. Not all of them carry the same weight, importance, or value. Uh, let me try to explain this with an example. Uh, consider you're trying to make a car, and obviously you'll need patents for various parts of the car. Uh, let's say, for an example, patents... For the engine of the car and patents for the doors of the car. Both of these parts are essential for uh, the car. right? You need both engine and of course you need doors otherwise it will not be very convenient to drive the car. Both of these are essential parts hence their uh, patents are essential patents which is You know, the definition of standard essential patents. However, as you can see, the value of the patent of the engine is far more important and valuable than that of the door, right? Engine patent is fundamental to the existence of the car itself. And I call this a high quality patent. Compare now that to the door patent, which obviously is essential as we discussed, but it is not as important and valuable as the engine. In fact, the engine patent is so fundamental if it was not patented the door patent would not even exist right so in such condition if you simply count patents and say that company a which has the engine patent and company b which has the door patent are on equal footing that would be absurd right god forbid company b also had the patent for the trunk and other such things in the car Patent counting might put company B ahead of company A. That would be one worse. Do you see the problem here? And that's what more or less is happening with this report. And unfortunately, there have been many such reports before and probably will continue to be there in the future. This is mainly because examining patents is very hard and ascertaining their quality is even harder. So many just take the easy way out and do simple patent counting and come up with rankings and such. Fortunately, there have been some efforts to solve this, what I call quantity versus quality or value conundrum. Now, one such example is an index that a company called Patent Site publishes. Uh, patent Site is a subsidiary of LexisNexis, which is a you know, leader in uh, patent research and such. The index is called Patent Asset Index, which is a score based on the importance of the patents in the hierarchy of technologies, their geographical coverage, how fundamental or basic they are, and uh, many such other relevant uh, parameters. Uh, This is a much more sophisticated and value based ranking and analysis of a company's patent portfolio instead of a simple. Counting that many others including this report is trying to do. I've included more details about this index as well as their process and other things in the show notes so please make sure to check them out. So in essence when somebody has certain number of patents even SEPs uh, that means just that nothing more nothing less. You don't know anything about the value of those patents unless you evaluate the quality and ascertain their value and do some analysis so you can't simply you know compare companies based on how many patents they own in terms of their value or leadership okay now let's look at the second aspect of the issue how the patents are called as scps or how patents become scps again scp stands for standard essential patent you might be surprised when you hear this this designation is by self-declaration That means you could take any of your relevant patents to 3GPP, uh, the global standards body that makes 5G standard, for example. For that matter, all cellular standards. You could fill a form and declare your patent as essential and boom. Now you are a SEP holder, holder of a standard essential patent. Yes, I'm not kidding. This is exactly like that and it's that easy. Actually, the 3GPP has a honor-based system, like many other organizations. Uh, there is no policing or vetting of such claims. They expect their members to be responsible and, you know, honor this system, and then declare SCP is in good faith. And also, traditionally, SCP declaration was more of a trade-off with uh, pros and cons. That kind of kept this SCP designation in check and you know people who do it in moderation let me explain that a little bit so when you are declaring the scp or any patent as an scp you have to mandatorily agree to license that technology or the patent to others that means you can't use that technology or patent for your product differentiation uh, since everybody has it you know everybody could develop a product based on the technology and compete with you so you don't have any sort of differentiation that that you can avail. Of course, you can license it and uh, collect some licensing fee for the patent, but typically uh, the profits that one could make with the differentiation, product differentiation with that patent would be much higher than the licensing fee that you know one could get by licensing the patent. So the trade-off was between uh, product differentiation and the profits thereof versus now there's licensing fees without a differentiation a good example for this is apple since they value their differentiation much more than licensing you will see that they have minimal of scps compared to their peers in the technology world and of course since this scp declaration is a honor-based system obviously there is room for abuse if a certain company is interested in boosting its profile in the public domain and has no financial constraint this trade off between profits and you know differentiation and all of those things uh, go out of the window uh, that company could possibly create a lot of patents of course if they have access to you know capital because it indeed is expensive to create and uh, get patents and uh, declare all of them or most of them as scps you know as i said you, know, you could you could do that so suddenly you know, you have lots of, lots of SCPs and start showing up at the top of the list in such patent counting reports and charts that we are talking about here. Well, I want to make it clear though that I'm not suggesting that any any company is pulling this shenanigans right now. I'm just pointing out that there is a glaring loophole and there is strong incentive for somebody motivated enough to exploit it. Uh, however, I'm continuing to look and uh, study this phenomena a little bit uh, clearly and in detail, and we'll probably publish more uh, in the near future. So be on the lookout for that. Okay, now let's come back to the question that we started our discussion with, which is by having a lot of SCPs, can a company be considered as a technology leader? Meaning, if a company has lots of 5G SCPs, does that make it a 5G leader? Well, Based on uh, the discussion we had, how not all patents are created equal and how uh, easy enough to get SEP designation or declaration. It's not that straightforward that having more patents means you're the leader. So my advice to you guys is don't fall for such quick and easy patent counting reports and sensational headlines. Better to look out for reports and such which go much deeper to evaluate the claims and such. For example, the patent asset index that I mentioned earlier. So those I think give a clear picture on the value and who are the actual leaders in the technology. So moral of the story, when it comes to patents, quality always beats quantity. Value always beats quantity. So be sure to look for value. And quality not quantity so folks with that we have reached the end of uh, today's podcast hope it was informative and you liked it if you did please subscribe to our podcast and uh, tell others about it and uh, we would love to hear uh, your feedback please reach out to us on our webpage www.tantraanalyst.com again it's www.tantraanalyst.com or on uh, our twitter handle at my tech musings again at my tech musings or at tantra analyst hope to see you on our next tantra's mantra podcast thank you